When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Kedrick's story hit us on Twitter. I just said, real Uncle Marcus hit us on Twitter saying, nothing like Joe to see early in the morning to get the party going. <laughs> Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN. That's a good party You don't even understand, yeah. man, when I hear this type of stuff right here. Uh-huh. Oh, it's just a different. You going to be okay? I get chills in my body. I can tell. Jeez. It's just, it, it. It's one of those deals, as we talked about early on, that takes you back to high school, college. Freak Nick. And it just, Jeez. well, yeah. Geez, Freddy, jeez. Yeah. Here's but why. We, they we, weren't playing this at Freak Nick. Yes, they Absolutely. were. Absolutely. Yeah. No, well, and and, and on yes, top of that, were. Jay. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. Say, yes, they were. On the time of the night it was. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> on, but, Jay, you don't really, you, you don't really, Get Freaknik and understand. I've what been me to Freaknik. What are you talking sing? about? Oh, you have. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We all. Oh, all my well, family good. We all, all my family's from South Florida, we, man, from we, Fort Lauderdale. We all found out today. We all I grew three up have around been there. All that. Yes. Yeah, we all found out today. <laughs> organically that cha- it changed my life. <laughs> Seeing it for. I was Jake like, was what? Never what? The same. what is? What is? What is this? What is the what? four three o'clock in the morning dancing on top of cars? What is this? It was the Whiplash Olympics. You just kept going like this. Nobody's wearing no clothes. What is happening? Nobody's saying anything. <laughs> yeah, they had all that. All of a sudden, the Luke base broke Sweat. out. Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jodeci. Jodeci is interesting, though. It, it, um, to the left, to the right. There was a lot of individuals born in the world during the Jodeci era. Mm-hmm. Yes, a whole bunch of individuals. Maybe from Freaknik when it comes to that. John Morant's not all about you trying to freak on him. Let's put it that way. John Morant... When he was talking to Bleach Report and Taylor Taylor Rooks, and everybody talked about you know in the past and this and this and he when he said this, comparing him, I know I was trying to trying to calm I'm you down. In the studio, yeah, man. you really were. You and Alan Yates, man, y'all bumping. I'm and, in the studio, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, yeah. In the, I'm in the studio, man. <laughs> in the Why studio, put that man. on everything? But John Morant, when talking about the word cook and Michael Jordan, when he said this, everybody got hot and bothered. This time you're not saying I would have cooked a. I would have cooked them too. <laughs> you would have cooked Michael Jordan? Man, I, nobody got more confidence than 12. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what you're supposed to say. I get it. As you should. Yeah. I'm, I'm never going to go and say nobody going to beat me in one-on-one or any day. All right, first off, I'm cool with the confidence. I'm cool with the confidence. I played MJ one-on-one coming into the league. I scored six points in the game with seven. Okay. Like, so what? John Moran thinks he can beat Michael Jordan. Why do people get so crazy about this? And I know it's black Jesus. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get MJ. MJ has lost at things before. <laughs> if we're doing a one-on-one challenge, and this is how typically those games you see, Alan Yates and I were talking about this, for USA Basketball, you see guys like KD, Paul George, Devin Booker, all these guys hooping. You know, game is to one or two points or whatever. You get three dribbles, though. Okay. Three dribbles. It's possible. It's possible. But people want to overreact and think, 
that, oh, that can never happen because that's Mike. Not to Michael Jordan. Not to Michael. <gasps> no. Michael can never lose a game of one-on-one. I mean, ever. God forbid Mike lose one game to, <laughs> to six points, six to five. Like, all right, so what? I don't understand why this is such a big thing. Because what you just said, you mentioned the name Michael Jordan. Because so you mentioned Michael. Keyshawn will tell you, he's a Michael Jordan fan. And he mentioned that. I'm Dustin a Michael said, Jordan fan. So am I, but he's, he, we're fans. He's a Michael Jordan fanatic compared to us. Key was not trying to hear it about one-on-one John Morant and Michael Jordan. Yes or no? Yeah, I, I, look, man. <laughs> See? You get mad at Ja ready. is exciting. I like the hair. Memphis oh, had a nice run the in the hair. playoffs. Told you. He got his big money. He, you know, I get it. I understand that. But. Jay, I understand one, two, three dribble and shoot and all that. I get all that. It wasn't like Michael Jordan wasn't pulling up at the elbow and knocking down threes or or, or nice twos at 18-footer. So I get it. I just, me personally, don't see where Michael Jordan's going to lose to John Morant in a one-on-one situation or get cooked by John. Now I start to look at the dominate the difference in size. I started looking at all of those things. Nothing to do with it. Okay, I mean you're the basketball. No, no, no. It has nothing about being expert NBA, NFL. This is just straight up dudes that like challenges. I mean, when you six six, and you got a wingspan, I've roasted some dudes who are six six. Yep, roasted. Okay, Jake, let me back you up. You said some. So let me ask you a question. You think this Kobe Bryant could be Michael Jordan? Could Kobe Bryant be Michael Jordan? I think it would be very, very interesting, and I believe that Kobe Bryant would probably, yeah, probably would. I watched Kyrie beat Kobe Bryant. Yeah, but that doesn't. I'm not saying I didn't say Kyrie couldn't be. But, but I'm just, I'm Jordan. just saying, key. All we, we, I'm not saying that it's going to happen nine out of ten times. And when, and then again, but like the fact that it can happen one out of ten times. Come on, but, it can happen. But, but then again, when are we talking about it? Are we talking about Jordan from the Wizards? Nah. Are we talking about Jordan from the three championships that, or the second three? Like, let's be real. We like Ja. I like it. Young school, blah blah blah. I get mm-hmm. all that, but I ain't no damn fool either. You're not going to talk me into this one. I'm not talking to anybody into anything. I'm just trying to say it's possible John Morant can win a game of against Michael course, Jordan. Of course. No one said it was not possible. I know, but, but that's a lot of, but, a lot but, of but things are possible. But when the argument happens, people take these polarizing absolute sides. Like, there's no way in hell that could happen. I'm saying, mm-hmm. oh, it, you talking about a dude that can score off a lot of crafty shots and is very quick and dynamic with the ball to create space. Mm-hmm. Dudes get hot in the league. So that's all I'm saying. I, 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 <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I ain't got nothing to say, man. I it's cool. Once again, this shows the stroke of Michael Jordan. That's why I've, I said it before and I'll say it again. Michael Jordan is this generation's Muhammad Ali. And that's why I'm wearing Muhammad Ali today. The old Superman versus Muhammad Ali comic book. Boxers will always be compared to Muhammad Ali. Nothing against Mike Tyson. Nothing to anybody else. Are you as the greatest? When you're considered the greatest, you have set that standard. We compare Michael Jordan more to anybody else more than any athlete of this generation. He's been compared to LeBron. He's been compared to Kobe. John Morant put the word cook out there because he was being tongue-in-cheek. And everybody said, how dare you think you're on the same level as Michael Jordan? <laughs> he doesn't, though. Yeah, he, right, that's the, but that's the deal. 
Jay Will. He doesn't. Keyshawn is right. In turn, you can feel any way you want about Michael Jordan or John Morant, but that's when you know you are still the dude. Michael Jordan, 50 years from now, will probably still be the dude. Yeah, but nobody, nobody's questioning whether Michael Jordan is a dude, and but, not everybody knows Michael Jordan is that dude. But, but anytime you say something against a dude yeah, you can't, that people like, don't like, it's going to get that kind of reaction. That's, I don't, but I'm not worried about people's reactions. So I know, me, I know me, what time it is for me. I'm not worried about what it. Keyshawn Johnson thinks in L.A. that loves Michael Jordan. I don't give a damn. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. I, I it's think, like we act like guys live in this space where we, we have to make everybody else around us okay with, oh, that's well, that's what you – I don't care what you think. Like that's what makes me me. That's what makes Ja Morant sure. Ja. That's I what makes it. Keyshawn Johnson Keyshawn Johnson. I get it. Give me the Do, damn ball. I, <laughs> you didn't even say it right. but I know. Um <laughs> Ja is going to be around for a while in the NBA, and he's going to be all-star, and he's going to be box office. He's going to be all that. Mm -hmm. But Freddie is right. When you say Michael Jordan, everybody gets rabbit ears. They really do. What's coming next? Because it's Michael Jordan. It's the guy who's selling tennis shoes at $50,000. His tennis shoes, retros are fifty grand. So – it's hard to sit up and listen to somebody say, like Ja, who hadn't won anything yet. Oh, God. Wait, hold on, Jay. Just relax. I- it's hard for people to listen to Ja say he's going to cook Michael Jordan <laughs> when Michael Jordan has six championships. He created the, the shoe game. It's just hard when you what? – Ballpark, hey. Frank. I know you're saying. What does that have to do with anything? It has nothing I get to it. do with anything. It doesn't. I, but can, but I know, in reality, I know, dudes, I know dudes off the street that can beat a lot of NBA players in yes, one-on-one games. I off know the street. That. Yes, like hoopers. So, but like, guess I, what? The, the championships. They ain't and had a chance to get on for fifty grand. And all, I get I, it. That doesn't mean I, anything when you're what? playing a game to three of ones. But that's not what people think, Jay. Listen. I I understand that's not what They're people not, think. But I'm trying to tell y'all, it doesn't matter. That's what – that doesn't matter, Key. I understand that. But you, you your whole gripe is – your whole gripe is that everyone act like Michael Jordan can't lose. And I'm giving you full context on context on why people feel that way. That's that's the reality of I, it. I, hear, I I just I saw Zeke give Mike the work. Like I've I've seen dudes give Mike the the work. <laughs> all right, man. You I'm win. just trying to say you though, win. We, Mike we Mike like nobody lose ever all gave the Mike the work. <laughs> Mike, stop, Mike. There's video of Mike getting the work from some people. I know Michael Jordan wore 32 too. It's all good. And somewhere Michael Jordan is going, I'm that dude. Don't you ever forget. Ask Rex Chapman. Oh, ask, I, I, ask Russ about I, I, giving Mike the work. I don't have to ask anybody. I, okay, I'm, with I'm, you on I'm that just one. trying to tell y'all. There's video that, people give Mike the work. That's when you know you are that dude, and it's not going to change anytime soon with Michael Jordan. Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. What did Mike do to you, Jay? <laughs> Mike didn't do nothing <laughs> to me. Mike is a living legend. Like a whole He's Duke a living Carolina. god. It's not even like a whole Duke, North Carolina thing. No, it really I don't care isn't. about that. Come on, that's Mike. Presented by Progressive Insurance at ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Lamar Jackson is a hot name in the NFL. But is he hot or not when it comes to this list? Keep it here on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. 
Call, click or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. On Keyshawn, Johnson, J. Will, and Freddie coming in for Max Kellerman on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Yeah, keep going, Kogo. Attaboy. The ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, smart speakers. And also ESPN2. Always good to have Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL okay, reporter, Di, joining the show. I see you. Did your hair? Yeah, yeah. I see you yes, with the hair. Yeah. Woo! Go ahead, summertime. You Di. see? She, gave, she even gave you the flip to this back is, it up, too. This is, what, this? The, this, oh, this is why this is my favorite show, because you guys make observations. Mm-hmm. Like, my husband, all the men in my life, nobody said a thing. <laughs> you guys, I we, come on one time this week, and you're like, boom. We know it's Love right the hair. Away. So thank you, guys. I appreciate no, that. No, Jay, not you guys. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. He always notices everything. He? No matter if it's me, Freddie, <laughs> you, he's like a Those nosy guy. I'm a, so I notice things, so and now I'm a nosy, nosy guy. That, wait, that makes what? no sense. Wow. <laughs> Jay. I like to think that Jay was blown Leave. away by my beauty this morning, that he had a comment on it. He was like, Thank whoa, stunner, let's yes. go. So oh, let's, let's move on to the hot news or Keyshawn, not news. Man. Since Keisha tried to make the hot news, that was Diana's hell or not news. Then Jay noticed it. Lamar Jackson changes Twitter handle, Diana, from a picture from a, to a handle to a picture of the movie How High that says, I need money. Is that hot news or not news? <sighs> All right, here, here's my thought on this. I'm going to actually say this is hot news, not because I want to be dramatic and feed into these weird little um, mind games and things that players put out there sometimes to just keep the fans thirsty and hungry and excited. I, I, I'm saying it's hot news because this is the first time Lamar has done anything like this. You know, he's done a really good job on the business side of this contract. Everything's been kept really quiet. It's hard to get information. He has stayed focused on football. And by doing this, it now creates such a big headline. And this is the first time he's talking money. We haven't heard him talk about this. So to me, this now becomes hot news as we're just a few days away from the start of training camp. Yeah, it is hot. It's hot news, Diana. I think when you look at subliminal tweets and things like that and and, and putting it out there so people can see it. He's not necessarily talking to the Baltimore Ravens. He's just kind of saying, yeah, it's about time to get that money. That's all he's really saying when he knows that his contract is going to get done before the start of the season. This is what players do now. Um, Back in our day when we played, it was no social media. So you would just hint to writers and, 
they would say something and write it, you know, or, or you would take your shoes out of the locker and they would be like, oh, he might be leaving. <laughs> Same sort of thing. <laughs> it, to yeah. me, this is hot news. I'm with you guys both. I mean, look, you know that when you change the banner of any of your social media profiles, it gets attention. that is making a statement. So when you change your banner to I need money of an ice grill, that's making a statement. You telling everybody in the world, yo, I'm going to need my money. Period. That's where it is. Yeah. And it's 21st Yeah, century. and the banner tells you a lot about who you are and, and, and what's going on, which is why mine is just like a big anti-pos platter. It's just a bunch of meats and cheeses. <laughs> I've had it for like seven years. It's just like that's where my heart is, where the food is, you know? <laughs> Staying with Lamar Jackson, a poll came out yesterday involving executives, coaches, and players around the league that don't view Lamar as a top 10 quarterback per Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL reporter, and that list yesterday, Diana, is this hot news or not news? All right, so it's list season, right, guys? It's mid-July. Top quarterbacks, top running backs, top coaches, blah, blah, blah. It's just fun until the season starts. Until somebody puts their name on this stuff, these lists are so hard. And I love that Jeremy does this because he does a, he puts a lot of work into it, and he gets a lot of good sources talking to him. But it's really hard to believe it because I have spoken to so many defensive coordinators over the years, season after season, just recently, about Lamar Jackson. And I can tell you, there are not a lot of coaches I can find in the league that agree with this list, that believe that Lamar Jackson is not a top 10 quarterback. Defensive coordinators will tell you everywhere. He is a headache to defend and deserves to be in that list. And that's why he was number one on my scariest list, Diana, a couple weeks ago. It's not news at all whatsoever. Yeah, I saw that. I think when you go and you talk to coaches and executives around the league, it should be, would you want Lamar Jackson as hmm. your quarterback on your team? <laughs> That's more about yeah. it because guess what they would say? Well, uh, you know, uh, well, uh, of course you would. Mm-hmm. It, that's just what they would do, Jay. Of course you would. Key, whose voice was that? That's all that, you know, you ask them the question, they can't get the answers out. They don't know what to say because they stuck. Got a frog in my Key has won me over in this conversation when it comes to No, 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 Key. Go ahead, Yeah, and I think, Jay, to follow on what Key was saying with the hesitation from some coaches, I think to add to some of that hesitation, let's just call it that, if there are some coaches out there that do hesitate, You know, Lewis Riddick made a great point, too. A lot of it has to do with what's the actual situation when we're talking about these top 10 quarterbacks? Are we talking about them as a whole? Are we talking about the final two minutes? Are we talking about, um, you know, a a play right before the half? Because I think there are some coaches out there that, if it was a certain situation, would prefer a Dak Prescott who was on that list over Lamar Jackson, right? Um, and then there's some situations where it's hands down you're going Lamar. So I, it's such a difficult debate to have. But I think just in general, to, to sort of put a cherry on top of it, almost any organization would do anything to have a guy like Lamar Jackson on their team because he's that special. Hit her on Twitter, Diana ESPN, ESPN NFL reporter Diana Rossini joining us on Keyshawn J. Will and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio and ESPN2 doing a little hot news or not news. Tyreek Hill, now the Miami Dolphins, Diana, said the Dolphins' offense reminds him of the Chiefs' offense in 2019. He said that on his podcast. Is this hot news or not news? Yeah. It, it, it's not news. It's the offseason. 
uh, pump the brakes. And, and here's the thing, guys. Like, Tyreek, he's got his own podcast. I get it. You know, and, and I love when players are using different avenues to, to, to share. So they don't have to go through writers like you did, Kay. You know, they can just do it themselves and use these platforms. But there is so much talk coming out of Miami that, that the pressure is just mounting and building on Tua. And, and none of this is good. None of this. Stay off the radar. <laughs> you know, most teams well don't want their players doing these podcasts because of this reason. Yeah, it's it's not news at all. It's the offseason. He has got a new team, a new podcast, and he's just talking is really what he's doing. Does yeah. he really believe any of this? Absolutely not. Yeah, pass. <laughs> okay, let's just move on yeah, from it's that. Just, it, <laughs> it's July, man. It, it, it's July, yeah. It was talking podcast. season. Yeah, podcast. podcast July. Yeah. I got it. it. It's gone from talking podcast season to season, podcast yeah. season. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what it is. Yeah, speaking of Tyreek Hill, continuing the podcast talking, he says people will be taking their words back about Tua Tungabailoa, Diana, after this season. Is that hot news or not news? It's it's not news again, you know. Look, he's got he's got his guys back. Like he's just being an awesome teammate right now. But I think he's also kind of hurting his teammate as well. I wish he would just stop talking about it because talk doesn't do anything. We're, we're gonna have to see it. And as, as a reporter covering the league, because of these headlines, I'm even a sucker. I'm buying in now. I'm like, <laughs> I can't wait to get to Miami. I want to get that training camp. Sorry, Darlington. Like, I know you live in Florida, but I'm taking over that beat because I want to see Tua now. After all the hype that 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 Tyreek is playing up, I mean, this is Tyreek Hill. This is a guy who played with one of the greatest quarterbacks in the game right now. And, and you know, by the way, when I read these headlines, I always wonder what Patrick Mahomes is thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, dude, like chill with the comparisons, like. You just played with me. We just did a lot of great things together. Let, let's go see them out in an actual real game before we start anointing people as, as the superstar. So I, I, think, I think Tua is definitely up for the challenge. Mike McDaniel believes in him. We just got to see it. Yeah, not news. Move on. I already told you how I felt about the last one. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> last one. That will, I just, I, that will get reactions. Geez. Jerry Rice, former 49er Hall of Fame wide receiver, says Trey Lance of the current 49ers is ready to go and before his time to be the starting quarterback, Diana. Is that hot news or not news? So almost using that same type of thought with Tyreek of supporting a teammate. You know, this is just a player supporting an organization and, and – how much has Jerry really seen, like truly seen, Trey Lance in action in the meeting rooms on the field to see the growth? Um, so love the optimism, love the positivity. He obviously talks to people in the organization. That's probably where he's getting a lot of the uh, a lot of this reaction from. But to me, this is not news because I just don't think Jerry is sitting there watching Trey Lance's every move. You know, I think it is hot news though, Diana and. The reason I say this is much like you said, though, he's getting the information from inside the building, but he did have the opportunity to run routes for Trey Lance and catch some footballs from him. So as a receiver, you know when the ball comes out, what it feels like, what it looks like, what that player could potentially be. On top of getting that information from in the building helps you with your assessment. It just clarifies what Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch thought about when they traded up to Giddy. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Key. I mean, to me, this is hot news, Die, because now you have two Hall of Famers in Jerry Rice and Steve Young that have vouched 
for this young man moving forward. I think that speaks volumes, and I think that says something. And with Trey Lance, man, I can't wait to see what that's going to look like because the 49ers are saying all the right things. We'll see if he is the right thing, at least for this year, being a starting quarterback. Diana, always a treat, my friend, to talk with you. Can't wait for the football season to get closer and closer. You take care and be well. Diana, your hair looks different now. Uh, oh, my God, you really stepped it uh, up, huh, Jay? Just for you, Key. I just for you, Key. Every morning I look in the mirror and I go, "Am I pretty enough for Key?" And today, I think I won. Good, good conversation, man. And she knocks down the three at the buzzer with a hand in her face. Thanks a lot, Diana. ESPN NFL reporter Diana Rossini joining us here. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. And speaking of the NFL, we're going to talk about the social responsibility that the NFL better take stock in. It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80, as well as TuneIn and ESPN2. You can always hit us up anytime you want at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Key, you get your text. Look, look, look at the picture I sent you. So okay. I was just laughing about this because we were talking about Lamar Jackson. Because you changed, had me laughing during the sports Yeah, center. changing right, his Key, banner. Where is it at? It's, it's in our KJM text group. So we are talking about Lamar Jackson changing the banner of his Twitter profile that says, I need money. Mm -hmm. So that made me curious, and I wanted to check everybody else's banners, right? I got a picture of me and Kobe, a signed autograph of a a, a card that him and I both signed. And then I I saw your Twitter profile, Fred. It looked kind of creepy. What are you talking about? Have you seen your Twitter banner? Oh, with me with the hat? Uh, see, look, Freddie don't even know what his own Twitter banner yeah, no, is. No, it's with me with, with the hat. At my, I'm doing the old Charlie Chaplin thing in front of Hudson Yards. No. no you're, that, you're at the that's top you looking like behind a creep, some bricks. Oh, you like know a that creep is? behind that, some that, blocks. No, that was at the Wait, boys, who, who are you yeah, trying to look at? Yeah, yeah, that was at the Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> oh, when my, I was it was being, at the Boys and Girls Club, Freddie. Relax, 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 Creepola. It was at the Boys and Girls Club in Waterbury, Connecticut. They were doing a benefit. I had a chance to be a speaker. Chris O'Connor, Nashville O'Connor, who works here in charge of NBA and properties, they're the host of the event. And they had like a, a massive Jenga thing. So I decided to do that. That picture's about four years old, you by the way. Key? It is. Yeah, but my eyes over it. Yeah, but, but you're key? trying to take the whole like, you're trying to make like an R. Kelly level here. Come on now. I, <laughs> Come on I, now. I, what are you doing? I, what are you doing? I did not. No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. You look at me for it. It's kind of creepy here. That mentioned boys and girls. Oh, boys and girls club and everything. Like, lost your mind. Moving on. Yeah, yeah. And then not oh, mean, now you want to move on. After you started, Who's now you want to move on. <laughs> really? Jeez. You said it. I did not. Moving what? on. Freddie Coleman. He, he started it. I tell you, look kind of creepy here, Freddie. And then the next thing you know, now people's going to be checking that out. No thanks to you. This is what you look like, Freddie. Hey, what are you? What are you? What are you doing over there, little seven-year-old? Hey, peekaboo, Freddie! <laughs> peekaboo! I got you! Now you see me. Now you tell. Oh my God! Right up to the line. Jay, Don't cross it, Freddie. Moving on. Leave it up to Jay, boy. Leave it up to Jay who started this. Leave it up to Jay who started this. From that standpoint, it was minding its own business, not bothering you. Well. You weren't minding your own business, apparently, with this picture. <laughs> it is Keyshawn, J. Lamax, we think, on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, as well as the ESPN app. The National Football League works year-round on multiple initiatives to make consistent impact in the community. NFL Play 60 is the league's national youth health and wellness campaign to encourage kids to get physically active for at least 60 minutes a day. 
The NFL and the American Cancer Society work together to address early detection and risk reduction efforts across multiple types of cancers. NFL Salute to Service has raised more than $58 million for military and veteran support organizations. NFL's Inspire Change Social Justice Initiative has provided more than $240 million to 37 national grant partners and hundreds of grassroots organizations across the country. And the player-led My Cause, My Cleats campaign brings multiple causes to the forefront on game day, such as social injustice, mental health, and disability research. For more impactful stories like this, tune into the ESPYs July 20th, 8 p.m. Eastern on ABC. And to help continue Jim Valvano's incredible legacy from the first ESPY Awards, visit v.org slash donate and join the fight to end cancer. And by the way, during the ESPYs on July 20th, ESPYs will recognize the work of a sports club or team that has created significant positive impact on a community or cause of the 2022 Sports Humanitarian Team of the Year Award. And we're thrilled to invite the 10 nominate organizations here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max to share their great work ahead of the announcement of the winner that happens next Wednesday night. By the way, in the NFL, the Denver Broncos are a finalist for the Sports Humanitarian Team of the Year. And Anthony Barr is a Muhammad Ali Sports Humanitarian of the Year finalist. Steve Gleason is a Stuart Scott winner as the Inspire Award winner. So joining us is Anna Isaacson, who does a great job as the NFL SVP of Social Responsibility, part of it, helping us achieving victory over cancer. All you got to do is go to v.org slash donate. Anna, what does it mean when it terms to the NFL's role in being part of all this humanitarian effort? You know, well, thanks for having me on, first of all. I mean, I think, listen, I think this is part of the fabric of the NFL. It is who we are. It's who we've, we've always been. You know, if you look around the NFL, if you look around our league, you find a league of unbelievable players, unbelievable generosity, clubs that are doing tremendous work in their community, and a league that's really trying to dive into tough social issues and use the platform that we have to make a difference. I, I, I'm curious, like, what do you see in the NFL's role just – as this in general, like mm-hmm. with the way it affects people, obviously the NFL speaks for millions and millions of people about the brand. How do you see that? You know, it's, it's really an unbelievable thing. And it's one of the most, I would say, incredible things about the job that I have, right, is to, to see the impact that the National Football League, the football that our 32 teams have on people across the country, Right. Regardless of demographic and no matter where you live, no matter what city you're in, you can find NFL fans. They're everywhere and they're passionate. And we at the NFL, I mean, it's really like we have this responsibility to give back to these communities who are giving so much of themselves to us. Right. And they're spending their time and their energy, their resources on the NFL. And we have a duty in my mind. Right. We have a responsibility to stand up for them, to support them back, to give back to what they are doing for our communities for more than 100 years, right? Like, it's, it's really incredible, right? You see, when you work at the NFL, you're we're lucky to have this incredible platform that moves people and can move issues. And you can see that impact firsthand when you go into the communities, when you get letters from fans saying, thank you for doing this, or this is what, you know, you're your work has meant to me and my family. And that happens a lot. It happens for players. It happens for clubs. It happens for my team, you know, in the New York office, behind our computers. Uh, and it's what keeps us going, honestly. It's what keeps us motivated 
to keep doing more of this work because we can see the impact firsthand that it's having on people. Anna, you know, having played in the league and, and you know, as a as an alum of the league and been around, I've been at times disappointed in the league for certain things and the way they handle things. What could they do better? What could they improve on from your standpoint? You know, listen, I think everyone has challenges and we're, you know, not going to shy away and say we haven't had our challenges, right? I mean, we've we've had significant issues that we've had to learn from and overcome. You know, I I wish we could spend more time being on offense and not being on defense uh, and really being proactive and thinking about what's the next societal issue coming down the road that the NFL can take a stand on before it sort of hits us in the face, right? Um, but I think that we've done our part. I mean, we had obviously tremendous crisis in 2014 around domestic violence, sexual violence, and we've taken a stand on those issues, and we haven't let up. Uh, and we're now one of the biggest corporate funders of domestic violence and sexual violence in the entire country, if not the largest corporate funder. So I think companies have challenges. You have to look at how they respond to those issues. And I think we've learned a lot over the last decade, I would say. I've been at the league for 16 years, and it's definitely a different place uh, now than it was when I started. And I think it's a better place. I think we listen more. Uh, we're more inclusive, and we think about how our words and our actions are going to impact people, and we try to act accordingly. And Isaacson, NFL Senior VP of Social Responsibility, and Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. You have the Broncos being finalists for Sports Humanitarian Team of the Year and Anthony Barr being the finalists for the Muhammad Ali Sports Humanitarian of the Year. What does that mean in terms of how you feel about the NFL continuing to have these efforts going forward and having these two entities being recognized part of the ESPYs next week? It's tremendous that it's being part of the ESPYs next week. I mean, the Humanitarian Awards have been a great platform that the NFL has been a part of since ESPN launched it several years ago. Uh, and it's really it's, it's wonderful to be able to recognize deserving clubs, deserving players, athletes who are really doing tremendous work. Because, you know, a lot of what, what we hear about is some of the negative stuff. And it's nice to get a platform that's really focused on the overwhelming majority of players and athletes who are doing incredible work in their communities. You know, Anthony Barr is a man of the year finalist this past year for the Vikings. Just an unbelievable guy doing work with single moms, um, work on social justice. And of course, you know, the Denver Broncos are representative of, I would say, just about all of our clubs, right? I mean, they're, they're incredible in the community, giving back. It's part of the fabric of who they are in Denver uh, and the work they're doing on so many issues with youth and social justice and their new gun back, gun buyback program. Um, so it's, it's, you know, I think it's really important to have a platform like this that, that elevates the work that clubs and players are doing and shows the really good, impactful side of sports um, because there's really a ton going on out there. Yeah, no doubt about it. A big part of that platform when it comes to the NFL doing those kind of things is Anna Isaacson. Like we mentioned, NFL Senior VP of Social Responsibility and a lot of that falling on her shoulders. She's done a great job with that, helping the cause when it comes to the NFL and those social responsibilities. She joined us here, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Anna, thank you so much. Good luck with everything and continued success as well. Thanks, Anna. Thank you. Thank you, Anna. Along with Jay Williams and Keyshawn Johnson, Freddie Coleman, in for Mash Kellerman. And we're going to get into the whole Los Angeles little brother thing involving the Lakers and the Clippers. What? I'm going to specifically ask that about the L.A. dude that is Keyshawn Johnson. But first, my man Jay Will has this from Granger. And a lot of people on Twitter are asking Freddie Coleman to change his Twitter banner. We'll talk about that well, next Well, no thanks to up. you. I'm going to have to. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max going old school here with J. Williams and Keyshawn Johnson, Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, as well as ESPN Tune and Tune In. There was a conversation, not involving Rob Bass and Easy Rock. We're going to get back to that at a certain point because Alan Yates wants to hear who we're going to take between Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock or Digital Underground. That's in 15 minutes. But there was a conversation involving... The L.A. man known as Keyshawn Johnson and that country boy from Texas known as Kendrick Perkins on first take yesterday in terms of the little brother situation in Los Angeles. And Kendrick Perkins said the Lakers still run this town, but the Clippers are coming. When you look at the Los Angeles Clippers and you look at what they got, they arguably have the deepest team in the NBA, most versatile team in the NBA. So let's go look at their roster. Kawhi Leonard, he signed for the next three or four years. Paul George, he signed for the next three or four years. There go your Batman and Robin. You have John Wall and Reggie Jackson that's going to be competing for the point guard spot. So they're set there. On top of that, you have one of the best coaches in the game and Tyron Lue. So we're not talking about the history, okay, Keyshawn? We're talking about the now. And when you look at the now, a healthy Clippers team is better than the Lakers right now. I don't know if the Lakers improve that drastically unless they get Kyrie Irving, and I still don't put them ahead of the Los Angeles Clippers. So when I look at the now, yes, the Lakers are in danger of being the little bros to the Los Angeles Clippers your reaction well first of all that conversation <laughs> with perk yesterday 
He called me Quoshan one time. So. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah. He said Quoshan? Quoshan, yeah. He, yeah. What? He, oh, yeah. Perk, Perk from the country, man. <laughs> He's got to identify them as the Los Angeles Clippers. We just call them the Clippers. And as I explained to him, they will. the Lakers will never be little brother to the Clippers. And it's not about history. It's about the Clippers. The Lakers gave an opening, and y'all remember this, to the Clippers. Remember Lob City? Ooh, DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, uh, Chris Paul, Lob City. They're getting ready to do it. The Lakers are in the tank right now. We remember that. We also remember Kawhi Leonard deciding to not come to the Lakers and yet and still went to the Clippers. Paul decided to not come to the Lakers to go to the Clippers. So they was going to form this tandem. They was going to be great. What did the Lakers do? They went out there and won a championship. The Clippers still ain't got there. And I understand what Perk is saying about how deep they are with Reggie Jackson and John Wall and and now all of Kawhi will be back. I get all that. I understand that. And Lou, Ty Lue should have been the Lakers coach. We passed on him, and now he's a Clipper coach. I get all that. I understand he had a nice run with no players on the court last year, even though they didn't make the playoffs. He's wind up being just like the Lakers. How in the hell does he think that they're getting ready to take over L.A.? Where's but But, again, as I told him, Freddie, yesterday, you're not from L.A., so you really don't understand the fabric of Los Angeles when it comes to the Lakers versus the Clippers. The Clippers are still going to always be the Clippers. They're going to always clip. That's just the reality of it. You can have the floor, Jay. No, nah, it's – look, I, I would never say that I think the Clippers would be the big brother to the Lakers ever just because I understand L.A., I get the way that, that town works. But Big Perk wasn't wrong as it relates to the Clippers having a better team. I mean, I, sure. I, I, I've been saying that, right, with the roster they have coming back with Ty Lue. But eclipsing the Lakers as a Clipper town, like, I, I would never say that. I would never say that. And regardless of how good the, the Clippers could have a five-year run. They could win championships. They would still be far, 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 far behind the Lakers. You know, it, it, the thing yeah, the thing that – that yesterday even when we started talking about the Lakers versus the Clippers, even Vegas got both of those teams in the top four to win the championship next year. And we don't even have Kyrie yet. So imagine if we get Kyrie, what does that do? Does that put us in number two slot behind um, Golden State? I don't know, man. Think because right more. now without Kyrie, we sit in the top four. What nah. what are the odds? What I, I, I don't know what the odds. I know what the odds are, but I, I I wouldn't put Lakers in the top four right now in the West. I wouldn't put no. It's no, Vegas. I'm just telling you, it's Vegas. It ain't oh, it's me. In the entire league. No, it, in the look West. It, look look it up, Jay. You the guy. That that, that can't be right. You are the gambling guy. That can't be right. That doesn't sound right. That's top four right. in the West right now. Uh, hey man, I'm lying. Then no, I didn't say you were lying. I'm talking about with Vegas. That that doesn't match up to me. Doesn't Vegas usually have everything right? Well, the, the Vegas knows, but I would, in my personal opinion, I wouldn't put the Lakers in the top four in the West right now. No way. Yeah, no I, way. I, I think, the, I mean, the Clippers would be there. You think Vegas made a mistake? 
I'm just looking for. I think Vegas is trying to. Sucker I'm looking people. for the Vegas odds. Yeah. We'll get them, but yeah, yeah. I think Vegas trying to sucker I, people. I would no way have the. I mean, granted, things could change potentially with Kyrie Irving and that goes down. Right. But I don't. I don't see the Lakers right. in the top right. four in the yeah, right now. Yeah, not yeah. right now. But if Kevin Durant and Jimmy Butler are together in Miami, where does that put them? That's next on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from six to ten Eastern on ESPN Radio. 